Hello! Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Dear Reader from Midnight's 3am edition. Dear Reader. And today, we are discussing the song Paris from Midnight's 3am edition, wow. which is the next P song. And is also a Midnight Song 3AM edition. Yes, it is the in the normal alphabet, Yeah, but then also a Midnight Song. This was going to be our next song anyway. Yes. So here we are. We're really on a 3AM song run. It's we weird. We certainly are. And a reminder, for those who forget, we're doing two Midnight Songs that we've already passed in the alphabet, mm-hmm. then our next song in the alphabet. Yes. Paris is the 16th track on Midnight's 3AM edition. Midnight's was released on October 21st, 2022, and the 3AM edition was released on 3AM, October 21st, 2022. This song was co-written by our guy, Jack Antonoff. Yes, our guy. Prolific as always. This song has yet to be played live, like most of, well, all of the Midnight songs, and I think this could definitely be on the set list for the Eras tour. I, I think that this... Maybe. I don't know. Potentially. It's a bop. Yeah, but she's got so much material and like, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot. You don't think any of the 3AM songs are going to be on the tour? No, I think if if a 3AM song is going to be, it's going to be would have, could have, should have. Maybe. Hmm. The Great War is pretty, like, it might be cool to see live. Mm -hmm. This is a pop and maybe in certain cities. I don't know. It's just really hard to know. It's a lot of material for one tour. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. It's 207 (laughs) songs. Yeah. That she's got to pick from. That's nuts. Well, no, that's all her songs, though. Yeah. I know eras, but I mean, like, even just from Lover to Now, it's a lot of material. It's a lot. Yeah. So, Devin, Mm -hmm. what do you think about Paris? I like this song a lot. Mm. Quite a bop, Mm -hmm. if you do say so myself. Quite a long intro to this one, too. Like, a very long intro, and it's pretty cool. It gives you this really atmospheric vibe, Mm. and it kind of sets you up for what the sound of the song is going to be, and and you think that the intro is going to be over, and then it's not, and Mm. then it keeps going, and then finally the beat drops in, and she starts singing, and you're like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I love how Taylor sounds on this track, really fun, and her vocals are really percussive. Yeah. You know? Totally. Very percussive. I like that a lot. The lyrics are real good on this one. Lots of zingers, Mm. if you will. Mm. One-liners. I love the some wannabe Z listers. Yeah. <laughs> also, how the song scans and how the lyrics scans with the melody makes the sentences really weird sometimes. Yeah. So one B Z lister doesn't really like that's such a weird way instead of some wannabe Z lister. Oh, interesting. You know so yeah. that that since it just continues and it's the same with the underwear the tree has grown mm-hmm. um it sounds just like underwear a tree has grown yeah instead of underwear a tree has grown yeah that there's no pause mm-hmm. which is really interesting and so i was like i wonder why they decided to do that just that it works with the melody that yeah, they, what they were came trying up to with do. Yeah. yeah 
Interesting. I also love the line, privacy sign on the door and on my page and on the whole world. Yeah. Like, <laughs> leave me the heck alone, please. <laughs> it's like, starts off on the door, okay, and then the page, okay, but then on the whole world. Because the page I take as her songs. Mm. It's like, privacy, please, come on, like... And then the whole world is just like, please, come on. <laughs> I love the tracking of this song that she's just like, get off my back paparazzi and Twitter in the news. Like, I'm in Paris with the one I love. Bye. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to sit over here and you, I'm not going to read the news. I'm not going to do anything. Like, I don't want to deal with any of that. All of you paparazzi thinking that you know my life and own my life and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and be with this person who I want to brainwash to love. <laughs> <laughs> The production of the song is great. Like I said, Jack does it again. It really sounds like a dreamscape, especially mm. the chorus. There's really this ethereal kind of like dreamy thing going Ooh. on when she first sings when we were in Paris. And it's just like, yeah, it's really cool. I love the harmonies on the pre-chorus and the chorus. There's this really cool vocal in the second chorus where she's like, when we were in Paris. And then there's like this really high breathy part that she says where it's like, Paris. And then like, we were somewhere else. Paris. Oh, I don't think I heard that. It's pretty cool. I don't know. It might just be the headphones. Yeah, yeah. Good headphones. (laughs) Stupid. Game changer. Game changer. Good headphones. The bridge is fantastic. And then I love that line. Like I said, I want to brainwash you into loving me forever. (laughs) So good. And then also the line, let the only flashing lights be the tower at midnight. Like, get those cameras out of my face. The only flashing lights I want to see is the Eiffel Tower. Mm, Like, that's it. I did not get that. Wow. Right? Good. Yeah, Yeah. duh. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm picking up from Gossip Gab. Yeah, that's such an obvious one. I didn't pick up on that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nice, babe. Thank you. So, so good. Like this one a lot. Gab, what do you think about Paris? So I also like the boppy nature of this song um, and how it starts with kind of like sassy Taylor, Mm -hmm. you know, some wannabe Z-lister. Like we've never heard her talk about like other celebrities really. Yeah. I think the chorus is super catchy. And then like I am a sucker for a dramatic love lyric. I'm so in love that I might stop breathing. Like that's great. It's so good. Uh, It's just the drama of it all. Yeah. I think the the bridge feels really classically Taylor to me in the way that it's constructed, mm-hmm. like very like old classic Taylor. And I think it's my favorite part of the song. Mm-hmm. And I really especially love confess my truth in swooping, sloping cursive letters. Yes. Like who thinks of those lyrics and also the way that they scan what you were saying. Mm-hmm. The, it's very interesting, the melody and the words she chooses in this song. She's yeah. just like, I don't know what, which was written first, but it kind of feels like the song was written first. And then she wrote the lyrics to work. I agree. And I mean, and it totally does work, but there is just some of those weird lines where you're like, huh, "Hmm." interesting. Hmm. I think one of the funniest lyrics, and maybe one of her funniest ever lyrics, is sit quiet by my side in the shade, not the kind that's thrown. I mean, the kind under where a tree has grown. Like, it is such a goofy lyric. You know, at first I'm like, what? No. And now I'm like, 
always find myself singing it because it's like it gets stuck in your head you know she doesn't actually mean it seriously but you're also like did she really write that as a lyric like it's just like so goofy yeah but you know me i'm a sucker for the spoken partial lines you know like the kind underwear a tree has grown like she's not taking it too seriously you know but it's very funny now to me i always always sing that part out I do, I also like Taylor's voice on this song and like what you said, how it is percussive, that I like that a lot. I like the parts where it speeds up how she sounds and especially the way she says, stumble down pretend alleys. It's Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. I think it sounds so good. And I also never would have figured out that that was the lyric if I hadn't looked it up. Yeah. I thought it was like down Perdin Alley, like the name of a street in yeah, London yeah, yeah. or something, or in Paris. Oops, silly. That's what I thought. But yeah, I find that really pleasing to the ear. Ultimately, like, I like this song and I like where it came in the 3am tracks because I think we needed a bop. Like, some For of sure. them are kind of slower, but I don't love this song. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that it was a 3am track and not on the album because it didn't really fit to me in the same way and i actually it's gonna be controversial take i think it's my least favorite on midnights at the moment i know but i still like it so if like your least favorite song on midnights is a song you still really like and listen to yeah then you know that's amazing that's great yeah (laughs) like i think it's super fun catchy boppy but for me it's like not the most interesting Mm -hmm. at least the chorus too yeah. Maybe I just need better headphones. But I think mm. it's I think it's cuz I'm a lyric girl. Yeah. I think it's I think it's too wordy. Yeah. I think there are too many lyrics in it and she's just trying she's like kind of stumbling over herself mm. in the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's really evident in those kind of lines that like we were talking about where, Yeah, where like, it just keeps like going. Just, yeah. And yeah. it doesn't scan well and like yeah. Yeah. So I also agree I think that Jack may have written this song presented it to her and she wrote the lyrics yeah, to it. Yeah, could be. And also just like the continued like we were in Paris. I don't mm-hmm. find that so interesting that yeah. part of the song. Devin, mm-hmm. do you relate to Paris? I can totally relate to the daydreaming mm. aspect of it about being somewhere else to escape the reality of what is actually going on. Oh yeah. You know, especially the line, no, I didn't see the news because we were somewhere else. Mm. For a lot of the four years when Trump was in office, mm-hmm. uh, really thought about being in a different country. Yeah. And I stayed away from the news as best as I could. And I think that's, you know, a, a pretty dramatic uh, way to relate to this song. Mm. But it certainly is. And I mean, daydreaming is definitely a way to cope. Yeah. And and especially like in a time when when it's like, oh my God, ignorance might be bliss for just a little bit. Yeah, to like give yourself the space to separate if you need to. Yeah. 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 Um and I feel like Taylor has to do this probably a lot. I can't even imagine. You know? Like she probably has to take like time to herself and in that time, like what how does she you know, manage with everything going on. You well, know? it's like time to feel like a person again with like a family and friends and not yeah. just like a superstar. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe we could be in Paris, but there's all of this other stuff <laughs> happening around me. You know, it's like, yeah, my, my life isn't nearly that crazy, but it, it's totally relatable. That mm-hmm. feeling of just wanting to escape and like get away from it all. Yeah. Gab, do you relate to this song? I went a not serious, goofy route with cool. this one. Just because cool. like it was something I latched onto. I'm like, well, this is a different take. So I really relate to the lyric. 
and all the outfits were terrible. 2003, unbearable. (laughs) Because truly, our fashion in 2003 was terrible. Horrific. Like, multiple long layered tank tops, like on top of each other, with a chunky belt around your waist for no reason, not actually holding anything up, with a peasant skirt over low rise ripped flare jeans. Flat ironing only your bangs, <laughs> or wearing a double layered popped collar, polo shirt, or scarves as belts. Yep, I remember scarves as belts. And like, I just like, I look at, or like ties as belts, you know, the yep. whole Avril Lavigne look. Like, I look at kids today and how fashionable they are, like so fashionable. And like, I just can't believe it. And I'm so jealous because like, we were so not fashionable in the early 2000s. Yeah, well, because like, we had nothing to look at except for like the Spice Girls and and A-teens and Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I mean, it's like what was in style. But it's like so (laughs) weird when you think about like, trends and things coming cyclical and stuff, they come back in style. But like, in such a classier way. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was just like 2003 unbearable. Like the styles like... If you guys are younger listeners of ours and uh, you weren't alive in 2003 or too young to remember, like, like I just would Google, like, Ashley Tisdale Kids' Choice Award red carpet or something. <laughs> like, like truly, or, like, even, like, what, like, Kim Kardashian looked like in 2003. Right, Like, right. truly the outfits were nuts. Who wears a peasant skirt over jeans? I did because it was cool. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, or <laughs> the the famous picture of Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears in the, like, total oh, jeans. Oh, all denim all outfit. All denim outfits. Yeah. With yeah. his denim hat. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Like it just ugh, it's so friggin' funny. Frosted tips. Frosted tips. Which like why? Oh. So like do yourself a favor and yeah, look up some of the styles from that time. Uh, we're gonna Hysterical. find pictures of us from two thousand three. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Oh my god. So embarrassing. <laughs> like truly, yeah. So I just like heard that and I was like, that's funny. Because Taylor's our age. So like she definitely probably dressed that way, you know? For sure. But, that style. I mean, hers was a little different, too, though, because she had, like, the country thing going on. Yeah. You know, so she was wearing all those, like, handkerchief dresses with yep. cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, just so goofy. So funny. I'm jealous of all, all of the current current teens' style. And th- those were two specific outfits I'm sure you wore. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. completely. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not making this up. Like, it's just, it's hysterical <laughs> thinking about it. And especially, like, the belts that just, like, hung loosely yeah. around your waist that, like, didn't do anything. But it's like, oh, add a belt. <laughs> oh, I love it. So um, I thought it would be fun to relate to that lyric. <laughs> well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. I think Paris is about being so in love and protecting that love in a way where you're living in your own world and keeping the outside noise out. I think here Taylor describes Paris as a state of mind, like we were in Paris as if we were so in love and swept away that nothing else mattered. Mm. I think this song is about Joe and Taylor and their private relationship, and specifically the early days before the public even had learned about it, Mm. when it was just them and Taylor was kind of in hiding, and um, they kept it just theirs. Yeah. The lyric, romance is not dead if you keep it just yours, which is a great lyric, Mm -hmm. I think. One of my favorites. 
It definitely points to this time, as well as I'm so in love that I might stop breathing, drew a map on your bedroom ceiling. No, I didn't see the news because we were somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And then the lyric, the way I took the lyric, privacy sign on the door and on my page and on the whole world, for me felt very much post the Taylor Swift is over party when we didn't physically see Taylor for an entire year. Yeah, It feels like she's kind of referring to that time where she was both kind of like in hiding after everything that had happened, like just like took herself out of the public eye, but also her relationship with Joe was developing during that time. Right, right. And so she was keeping this love so protected because she knew she was so not protected in the mm-hmm. public eye and trying to like cultivate that and make it grow into something. Yeah. She also continues that Paris analogy with the lyric, let the only flashing lights be the tower at midnight in my mind. And to those who have not seen this, but she refers to the way the Eiffel Tower sparkles and flashes on the hour, including at midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love what Devin, what you said about flashing lights, duh, being photographers. That makes complete sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like protecting that love and being like, oh my God, we're so in love. It's like we're in Paris because like Paris is the city of love and all that yeah. kind of stuff. For yeah. sure. And then also for me, the lyric, drew a map on your bedroom ceiling, mm-hmm. kind of feels like getaway car-ish to me. Mm. Like draw a map and like, let's get away. Let's escape yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Or like they're lying in bed together and they're like just daydreaming about where they want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I like that. So it's cute. I like the song in, in that way that like, it's about that. And I think that's like... That's relatable. I just don't like how many times she says Paris in this song. Mm, mm-hmm. But maybe people from Paris are like, yes, finally. 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 <laughs> we got London boy. Yeah. Okay. Got Welcome, Welcome to, to New, New York. York. Yeah. So, Devin, mm-hmm. what is your favorite line in Paris? I really like the line, and we've said it so many times, mm-hmm. but it's my favorite line. I'm so in love that I might stop breathing. It is just so, so good and dramatic, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic, and I love the rhythm of it, too. I'm so in love that I might stop breathing. Yeah, it's yeah, like, I like that. So good. It has the rhythm. It has the fun line. Mm-hmm. It has the drama. It's it's got it all. It's a great, great line. Um, and I feel that way quite a lot. That I am so in love that I might stop breathing. Oh, oh, okay. Cap, what's your favorite line? I said it. I gave it away earlier. Spoiler. I love romance is not dead if you keep it just yours. Ooh, yeah. I love her voice. She's sassy in this song. So sassy. It's fun. I like that because it's just so clear. Like, I respect how private Taylor keeps her relationship that, like, she can have something that's just hers. And I really respect and admire that. Yeah. To the point where when I hear Joe speak in interviews about, like, his acting stuff, I'm like, oh, I didn't even know he said like that which is really goofy and funny mm-hmm. i don't know i just think it's like it's really fun and also just knowing that like oh they're cute and they're in love and i like that so and it popped out to me like the first time i listened to it that line cool. i like it cool okay Devin. Mm-hmm. from one to ten towers at midnight what would you give paris towers at midnight i think i'm going to give paris Seven Towers at Midnight. Mm. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Definitely not my favorite on Midnight's, but I think I think it tracks with the other ratings I've given the other songs so far. It's like a nice, you know, like medium well uh-huh. uh, of a of a rating, if you will. So yeah, I think it I think the production is cool. I think listening to it with good headphones <laughs> gives it an extra little bit of oomph. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Good production. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's some cool things happening in there mm. in the production. 
Yeah, so 7 out of 10 for me. Gab from 1 to 10, Towers at Midnight, what do you give this song? I am going to give Paris six Towers at Midnight. Okay. I feel like I've been like a little tough the last couple episodes, but we're going to be soon getting to my more favorite songs on the album. very soon. So we'll see that when that comes. But I like this song. It's a bop. It's fun. I don't skip it. Like, I very much enjoy it. It's just like not my favorite of the album. Yeah. Six Towers at Midnight. All right. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. How many Towers at Midnight do you give this song? How many? Did you pick up on the flashing lights reference that Devin did? We're going to have to start calling him Gossip Devin. Ooh. Ooh. Is this your favorite 3AM song? Your least favorite 3AM song? We want to hear it all, so please let us know. And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Yes, and thank you as always to our patrons. You are the absolute best. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, next episode, we're going to be covering, oh, Glitch from Midnight's 3AM edition. Here we go. Continuing that alphabet. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.